Pop lock. I am Tyrone. I am Desiree. And we are not your, not your attorneys. attorneys. <laughs> so it's another week and some more of the BS in <laughs> the legal world. It's actually quite entertaining and um, hilarious how much is constantly happening. You would think we would run out of stuff to talk about. But we don't. Really? We have to kind of choose what we want to talk about. There's so much going on in pop culture. I mean, you have stuff going on with Prince right now. You have stuff going. Tupac 50, movies. 50 Cent has punched a woman or something. <laughs> and she's lawyering up. Like Diddy's chef suing him. My God. Oh, my God. So we really just got to like hone it in for you <laughs> and um, pick what we think is the best of the best so we can uh, relay that to you and give our legal um, opinion because this is all opinion based because we are not your attorneys. attorneys. So. On a lighter <laughs> note, Mother's Day just yes. passed. Happy Mother's Day. Belated Mother's Day, I guess, to all of the mothers. Yeah, it was bittersweet for me because... Mother's Day actually was the last time I saw my mom. Oh, my God. I haven't seen her since last year um, because she lives all the way out in Hawaii. So it's really far in between when I get to see her. um, Yeah. I think, wait, shoot. Well, yours was longer, but I haven't seen my mother since Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, well. I see. So, but I still appreciated all the Mother's Day posts out there on the gram and all all the social media stuff. We got to make it to see our parents. You go travel to Hawaii. <laughs> I'm going to go to California. I really but. appreciated um, seeing, like, first of all, I think Beyonce's popping any day. So, <laughs> if Magenta people through. wake us up, if we are asleep, call, call me. text, DM, Tag like, me. something. At me, please. Like, I don't care what if time of I day it is. If I miss this due to sleep, I am going to be so mad. If Cerulean and Periwinkle are born, <laughs> why, I, why I am up in the REM sleep, <laughs> I'm going to oh, be Lord. so through with y'all because y'all already know how I feel about my niece and nephew. I remember when Beyonce self-title came out and I was blowing my best <laughs> friend's phone up and she was not answering. I was so mad. And then I'm texting her and she sees the text messages Disrespectful. in the morning. Oh, she went off on her boyfriend. She was like trying to fight him. She was like, why didn't you wake me up? He was like, I don't know. She was like, one... Desiree caught that many times, but two, it was Beyonce. <laughs> like, you are crazy. That's she was so mad like, at him. I don't know if they're still together. Hopefully they made it through that rough time. Cause... Yeah, they got married and everything. <laughs> oh, well, he must have been, um, he must became a beehiver after the fact. And oh, realized he knows the all the choreography. <laughs> you hear Get me? Get information. <laughs> but besides that, I didn't realize Sierra had her baby. Sierra, she had her little girl. Sienna, well, congrats to her. Sienna Princess Wilson. 
Oh, that's precious. And Future got his act together for at least the day <laughs> and was out there talking about Tierra's like the best mom to Lil Nevadia. Go ahead, Future. Yep. He must have been off that stuff. Okay. Amen. Anything that helps. Oh, oh, <laughs> this one actually really cracked me up. Diddy. Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> Saying happy Mother's Day to all three of his baby mothers. I was mothers. like, poor Cassie. <laughs> I was sad for Cassie. He, you know what? He gave them all individual posts too. I was like, "Go ahead." But you actually. saw Kim Porter's. Wait. Oh. Okay. Let's just. <laughs> She's like, "We're not gonna do We're it. We're not gonna do it." But that's great. All of them deserve their individual shoutouts. Everyone's a great mother. Yeah. All of them deserve their flowers. Um, even one the mothers who may not be the best people. Phaedra. <coughs> Remy Ma. But, they what type still, of bum they, bitch leave her son over a stack? They're still mothers. <laughs> and there's so much to respect just for the fact that someone still has their child and they're taking care of them to the best of their abilities. I'm still looking at you for saying Phaedra. What? Phaedra's a great mom. You said the best of people, I guess. Because, oh, we'll get into that. <laughs> we got an update, y'all. <laughs> don't, like- even, don't even go there. <laughs> We got enough. Okay, well, but, before y'all try, Tyrone try to come for my girl Fei <laughs> let's get into the main issue at hand. Alanis Morissette, fame '90s rock star singer, she's suing her ex business manager. Well, she sued, and we'll let you know how that all turned so, out because homeboy, we have a civil case and a criminal his. case he, for you today. I man, when I tell you, I was like. Because there's multiple articles written about them. We were doing our research. We were like, wait, so what's the uh, what's the update? Oh, wait, will this happen? Okay, now? we got to add this. Oh, add no. That. Oh, no. Oh, no, baby. But for you guys who don't know who Alanis Morissette is, she has the song Ironic, you know, sitting in the car. She driving in herself in the back singing. It's like, right? You, you um, the vocals over there, Tyrone. I can't believe Sing. Ironic is... <laughs> that whole first, I think that album, um, 1995. Jagged Little Pill, won album of the year at the Grammys. Oh, I didn't know that. And it had, I think, five or six singles that were You ought to know. You, you ought to know. know. People live, are reintroduced to that because my girl Beezus, Beyonce, she mixed that with <laughs> If I Were Her Boy. So um, that's how you know you, you ought live, to know. You learn. Uh, it's just, honestly, for the youngins out there, and even if you aren't that young, <laughs> And you've never listened to that whole album through. That is just a good music album. And I'm not even a huge like rock or pop person like that. But I love good music. And I tell you, when I was studying for the bar, I put on Jack a Little Pill. I was like, you better sing a lettuce. That's so funny. You know what my bar um, album was? It was Lana Del Rey. Oh, uh, really? Um, summertime Sadness, yes, that summertime era. Summertime Sadness, yes. <laughs> Okay, but let's get into Alanis Morissette. So in the civil case, she sued her ex-business manager, Jonathan Swartz, and his company that he worked for, GSO Business Management, back in May of 2016. Yeah, so there's recent updates to this. So this is an ongoing thing. There's like a lot of moving parts to this case. So the initial civil lawsuit she sued for breach of fiduciary duty conversion fraud and negligence apparently mr jonathan swartz embezzled 
over $5 million from Alanis Morissette. Which is like... $5 million. How do you... She, granted, like we told her, she's had a legitimate career where she's been making money for some time, but I don't care who you are, unless you are a person who is constantly making $10 million every year, you're going to notice $5 million missing. Absolutely. In her lawsuit, she was seeking damages in excess of $15 million. She claimed that Mr. Uh, Swartz had made at least 116 cash transfers from her accounts during a four-year period. That's insane. Like, he would try to say that he was making different types of investments, some in illegal marijuana growing businesses, and he was paying her bills with it, but you know how much your bills are each yeah, month. That's the thing. It's that's I'm trying to tell y'all, like, she is a well known star and I think she's Canadian. Yes, um, she is. So she's getting paid in those Canadian dollars, maybe. I don't know. So maybe she thought the conversion was off. Right. So Swartz <laughs> he was supposed to handle her finances from two thousand nine to 2016 and he was responsible for collecting all of her income managing investments accounts and paying her bills so any money she got he saw it and touched it all and ultimately she ended up firing him in March because he kept on failing to respond in a timely manner for her request about information with her finances and anytime she would ask him this dude had the nerve to tell her she was being rude and disrespectful which red flag <laughs> if Hold i am asking you about my mother money <laughs> and you got the nerve to say mind your business or i'm being rude okay something's off right there Absolutely. You work, I'm, you work for me. Like, I employ you to work for me. And there was no documentation explaining the nature of these transfers. So she would see something like, okay, this doesn't make sense. And that's why it's very important for you to look at your bank statements. Yep. Even if you have an account business manager, you still need to look at it as well. Absolutely. Because people always try to scam off the top. And that's exactly what Jonathan, Mr. Schwartz, did. He Talk said to he Rihanna was, about it. She oh, knows. yes. She knows very well. Bitch better have my money. <laughs> Swartz didn't just steal from her. He also transferred $8 million from investments account from investment accounts that were supposed to remain untouched in order to pay for her expenses, despite her direction and for her to live off her current income. So all of that money was not supposed to be touched. Anything that I make now, this is what we're going to live off of. Mm -hmm. And if I'm making $100,000, that's all we go do. You that's better it. make it work. But uh, he said, oh, no, girl, he was going on $50,000 vacations to Bora Bora. And he Why? Why? apparently had a gambling addiction. You're not even good at lying, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he had a gambling debt of over $75,000 at a casino in the Bahamas. Now, the Bahamas, we don't. Again, <laughs> this has nothing to do with Bahamas. You know, Firefest, they out, out there <laughs> tarnishing the Bahamas' good name. So, everyone, Bahamas is a great place to go vacation, remember. <laughs> yeah, so, ultimately, Swartz was fired from GSO, and GSO also initiated their own civil lawsuit against him. Alanis Morissette ended up settling this lawsuit against Jonathan Swartz and GSO for an undisclosed amount. 
But, but that was not the end of the story, y'all. <laughs> this is where we cross over from the civil lawsuit territory into criminal charges. Amen. So once it had been known that Mr. Swartz was acting a fool, a plum fool with other people's money, not just Solanus's, but other people's OPM, money. OPM, shout out to Dom Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> the feds were watching. Hey. And they came through and they were like, so we're going to get you on these wire fraud and filing a false tax return charges. Yes. These are federal charges. Yes. These are the federal way. charges. And all of it has to, it's related to the embezzlement of the money. So yes. just make it clear what they got him on was charges of wire fraud. So moving money around on behalf of others that wasn't authorized and then filing false tax returns. So not disclaiming money and saying that money was made that wasn't or vice versa. So I think it moved pretty quickly, to be quite honest, in terms of the trial, because (laughs) (laughs) the evidence was there. The civil suit was well underway. And so he basically pled guilty and he requested that he get a sentence of one year and one day behind bars, followed by (laughs) one year of house arrest. And two years of community service. Like, sir, excuse me, that's just oh, privilege I'm, I'm written sorry. all over 2, it. 2,000 hours of community service is what he had said. You want, tell them how much time he requested Tyrone again. One year and one day. Like, okay. You which embezzled is- over $7 million from people. Not only did you solely take $5 million from Alanis Morissette, but other clients. And you want it a year and a day? Okay. And I think to give some context to why that seemed ridiculous is that they had guidelines and they have discretion, the judges. Judges usually have discretion in most jurisdictions to what they can do regards to sentencing. Some have strict guidelines, but most have discretion. He was recommending literally a year and a day, and they had <laughs> recommended Finally, ultimately, he was sentenced to 72 months in prison, which is like, and he could a max, he could get a max of 78 months in prison. So they didn't even give him the max. But the fact that he asked for 12 of those 78 months lets you know that this man was on some serious hallucinogenics for him to even think that a judge for something, this is not even a sort of kind of case. You pled guilty. The evidence is there. You, not just Alanis Morissette, other artists, other other clients. And can I say that Beyonce probably would have become victim to this because she went to some type of fundraiser with him and this other company, but she dodged a bullet. See, my girl B, but she go look over those books. That's what she going to do. But (laughs) I really love the judge in this case because she said, oh no, sir, (laughs) (laughs) this is what we go do. Not only are you going to get those 72 months in prison, you are also going to get three years of supervised release. That will involve outpatient addiction treatment. Can I say his addiction is gambling? That may be real. I don't know. But <laughs> no, you it, have it, a gambling it's addiction. Real. You are a thief. You are a thief. <laughs> don't try to put this over a gambling addiction. There are people who have gambling addictions. And this you put your hand in the cookie pot, and you just wasn't getting caught for four years, and you got greedy. You are a thief. So he has the addiction treatment. He has regular Regular drug drug testing testing. and then also mental health counseling. But I need you to understand what this last part is saying. (laughs) He also has to pay $8.6 million in restitution. Restitution (laughs) is not what happened 
for the civil lawsuit that Alanis Morissette had filed. Yes. Restitution is like you're going to restore her no matter what happened in that civil lawsuit. The judge is not looking at that right now. He's looking at what did you take from her? Because it's a civil and criminal judge. Criminal. It's not even the same um, judges. So the criminal judge is not looking at what happened over in your settlement because the settlement probably was confidential. You probably It probably happened out of court. So they don't even care. So you have this undisclosed settlement amount that you have to pay to Atlantis on top of the $8.6 million in Absolutely. restitution. So this just goes to show you there are several layers to the law. And stick around with us for the breakdown. And we'll get into it a little bit more. But there are criminal charges that can be brought by the government. And then there are civil charges that can be brought by everyday citizens and corporations and the government as well. But both of them can be working at the same time together in different ways. In different ways, yes. I think one of the most prominent parts of this case is his public statement letter that he wrote. A big old (laughs) eye roll is what I said. I saw that and I was like, "Mm, mm, mm." you didn't learn anything, did you? To the Hollywood Reporter and basically he wrote a letter to his community where he wanted to apologize and let people learn from his mistakes and he wanted to accept full responsibility. He's saying that he would have stayed years in prison for all the people that he hurt. He'll have these 72 months in jail, but he'll have a lifetime of embarrassment and paying for it and shame. Like, girl, am I supposed to feel sorry for you? Sit your lying ass down. <laughs> Get up out of here. Taking all these goddamn people's money. Get out of here. Oh, my gosh. Like. And you guess what? You may have an actual gambling addiction. You may be a kleptomaniac. But, like, I can't feel sorry for you in that way because you recognized along each step of the way that you were hurting people. Absolutely. And you tried to cover it up and cover it up and cover it up. And, and like, I hope you get help. But, know. like, there's oh, well, no... Well, he's 336 days sober. He made sure to mention that. But you don't got no money to gamble with. But That's why you have a civil lawsuit and you have this restitution. Literally, everyone's watching you, and it's like, don't feed the animals. (laughs) That's what they're they're like. Don't give him money. Don't give him drugs. If you are supporting him, then you are, I don't know what you call it, like, you're enabling. You're enabling Enabling, him. Yes. And so you're just as bad as him. So I don't feel sorry for him and his borrowing from clients that he claims just snowballed. I don't care about this addiction. If people who do have addictions, yes, they deserve treatment and help and sympathy, including gambling addictions. But in this case, I feel like this mofo was just stealing. (laughs) Well, he'll have a lot of time on his hands to think (laughs) about it. Little John and GJ Snake are being sued by Freddie Jeezy for infringement of the hit classic song Turn Turn Down down for What? Turn Down for What? (laughs) (laughs) So the original Turn Down for What by Freddie Jeezy was released in March of 2013. The popular song that we know of by Lil Jon and I just learned of DJ Snake was released (laughs) in uh, December 2013. So we have both songs being released in 2013 one the first one in march freddie jeezy and then the second one by dj snake and And little John john in december so basically freddie jeezy is saying 
Little John and DJ Snake, y'all stole my song. You copyright, you infringed on my copyright of Turn Down for What? Not only does the song have the same name, it sounds like. Striking similarities <laughs> what they're claiming between the original work and infringing work. And of note, the attorney for <laughs> Mr. GZ is none other than Richard Bush. Who he is represents the Marvin Gaye family and the Blurred Lines uh, copyright so, trial. So Blurred Lines just won't go anywhere, y'all. Richard, <laughs> Richard Bush, can, can I be him one day? He has all the cases. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine those attorney fees? Not that it's all about money, I'm it's just saying. Not, but <laughs> if you know you're good at something, you can charge a, a grit, basically. So he is asking on behalf of Mr. GZ for monetary damages and a permanent injunction. And just by the way, this was filed in a federal district court in New York. So basically they're saying, listen, you had the access, you heard our song and you took, you copied it. You took the most recognizable parts of it. Absolutely. So this brings us all the way back to what was it? Episode four, definitely episode four. That is infringement. Who said that? In case y'all did not listen, go ahead and catch up. So we're just going to do a, a little throwback to that episode where you tell us what you think. Because like I said, usually if it goes to a jury, it's going to be 50-50. So we're going to play you the original Turn Down For What by Freddie Jeezy. And it's letter G, letter Z, not Jeezy. <laughs> <laughs> Straight flexing, bottles up, drinks high. Tell the DJ, bring it back, keep your hands high. high. Max out to the nine, bro. Go, fuck that, turn down for what? Now, we're going to play you the Turn Down for What by DJ Snake and Lil John. Turn down for what? But again, we're not his attorneys. We're not his attorneys, but if I was sitting in a jury (laughs) and they were like, do you hear any similarities? I would have to say yes. You know what? There's only so many ways you can say turn down for what. I know. I get that. Yeah. But the way in which they say it on both the songs, turn down for what? That's very distinct. You could sing turn down for what? Turn down for what? The Turned background down. musical composition. Yes. yes. Burr, 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 burr. It's, it's like this weird horn thing. similarity. I, I think they heard that song maybe on SoundCloud. Because y'all know people go on SoundCloud to steal your music. This is the total think little as- known artists don't have that total popularity. And you're not going to see it. If you're or putting your it. stuff on SoundCloud, you have to know that someone may be taking it. <laughs> like, please. Figure out the copyright process. Go hire an attorney. Go ask a friend who's copyrighted their works and just be like, listen, I want to make sure that my stuff is protected. Absolutely. So if you put yourself on some of these sites where you host, if you just want the exposure, go for it. But 
if you're trying to be a legitimate artist and want to make money off of your art, make sure you protect it, or else you're going to end up in court. And he they actually, he, he may have done just that. Um, so, Mr. G, hey, maybe G-Z. this is intentional. I yeah. don't know. You know, everybody looking for a come up these days. Please let us know what you think. On episode three, defamation is a lie. We spoke to you about the Real Housewives and this alleged drugging issue between. Portia and Candy. So sad. It didn't have to end it this way. It did not. Well, basically, at the reunion, the fourth episode that we did not need, we learned. (laughs) um, Andy, you asked, would y'all be happy with four parts to a reunion? I think it should be a resounding no from now on. Don't ever do that again. Because this is the issue that we cared about, and you didn't address it until the end of the third episode and the rest of the fourth. it out on a fourth. And so this is where we find out our new information to add to the case. So it was revealed that Portia learned about the drugging from Phaedra. (gasps) Pretends to be shocked. Anywho, (laughs) my girl Fei-Fei. Can you don't don't say that. Don't say your girl Fei Fei. Don't align yourself with her. I want better he, for you, Desiree. I'ma be there you, when she gets her redemption al- because Phaedra said that the producers told her that. Now, Phaedra was not But to be clear right. before before we go she on. Is not she clear. was Desiree is saying that Portia told everyone at the reunion, yes. this is on the episode now, that the information that she heard about the drugging about candy and todd wanting to, to drug, drug her, her and take, and take her back adv- to the sex and take advantage of her she learned that information according to her from phaedra mm-hmm. and then phaedra also went on to point out that she received that information directly from, from candy. candy which is like my so, goodness Without going too much in the episode, I don't know why. If Phaedra really did learn it from a producer, she should have has said she should have said that. Maybe she was trying to protect them. I don't know. But this is where you have the defamation problem. So previously we said that, you know, Candy may have a suit against Portia for defamation because that alleging drugging mm-hmm. and rape situation could be detrimental to her reputation. However, with this episode, okay, we went back and forth whether Portia actually, actually knew yes. or believed it. And she really did believe it. Based off of what I based saw. Based off of what Phaedra told her. And she said that she asked Phaedra if it was first hand and Phaedra said yes. So Portia may be in the clear. Yeah, that's, I think the maliciousness if almost Candy comes sued, off the table because yes. she didn't believe it to be false. She exactly. actually believed it to be true because there was palpable tension on that stage between Absolutely. Portia and Phaedra because Portia was like, I look stupid, which isn't unusual for Portia, but that's Ooh, besides no, the point. That's besides <laughs> the point. The point was that she looks stupid because of Phaedra, which right. is like, Okay, well, now we got to turn to Phaedra. So now Candy may possibly have a defamation lawsuit against Phaedra, and she has gone on the radio after the season uh, finale and said she is exploring her options. Now, this is where it comes in, you know, did Phaedra actually say this? Was it actually a lie? Or did Phaedra, in fact, hear from somebody else and repeat it? However, she did make it seem as it was fact. Like she heard it from Candy firsthand, and it's just—it's unfortunate all the way around. It's very murky. 
I'm really disappointed. I have Phaedra hasn't been my favorite this season, but I will I will say that this actually genuinely disappointed me. And I did not. I'm disappointed. Phaedra's my girl, and I know you be like I'll be sticking up for her. But this this was. But so, I'm very disappointed. It's so beneath anything yeah. anything on that show that I've seen before in terms of someone being having a personal relationship with another castmate. I and think there's a lot of hurt, so a lot much. of messiness, and a lot of stuff that they probably needed to resolve off camera Absolutely. and without the other girls and without the husbands and without everything else. Which is why so. she needs to not be on that show anymore. I think she needs some time yeah. to like raise her family. I agree. I, I'm going to miss her. Hopefully, you know, she gets a season off and she's able to come back. But, I mean, we'll see. Hopefully they don't actually go to court and they can resolve it as yeah. like just civil people. Court takes a long time, expensive, a lot of money, stressful. So let's hope they can solve this and Phaedra actually apologizes. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> this is the breakdown. the breakdown. Today's topic is the difference between civil lawsuits and criminal cases. A civil case is typically citizen against citizen, suing for compensation, specific performance, or an injunction. Who can sue? A civil case can be brought by anyone, individuals, corporations, and even the federal government. What can they sue for? They can sue for monetary compensation in the form of actual damages, punitive damages, or otherwise, specific performance for a party to perform a certain act, or an injunction to stop certain acts they cannot sue for others to go to prison. What grounds can parties sue on? Usually contractual, statutory, or constitutional. Burden of proof. The burden of proof is lighter in a civil case. What must be shown in order for the defendant to be held liable for what the plaintiff is alleging is by a preponderance of the evidence, meaning it is more likely than not that what the plaintiff is alleging is actually true. Criminal cases can be brought by the government for a violation of a law. Who can bring a criminal case? Only the government can bring a criminal case. That's usually a prosecutor. Some crimes require a victim, but a victim does not bring the case against the accused. A prosecutor does so on the state's behalf and may choose to proceed or not proceed with charges based on the victim's cooperation. Victims of crimes are known to press charges or accuse someone of a crime. On what grounds can a criminal suit be brought? Statutory. What can be the outcome of a criminal case? Outcome may be an order to pay a monetary penalty, a fine and or restitution to the victim, imprisonment, or supervision in the community by a court employee called a U.S. probation officer if a federal crime or some combination of these three. And the burden of proof falls on the government to prove the defendant's guilt beyond a reasonable doubt, which is a much tougher standard to meet. And that was the breakdown. Well, that's all, folks. Thank you for listening to another episode of Pop Law. We are not your attorneys. Per usual. Not your attorneys. It's almost summertime, so I know it's about to get a little warm. But don't get crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I heard him hearing the sirens out in the streets in Brooklyn. You hear police officers out in the streets. It's going to be in the 80s, high 80s this week. My God. I can only imagine my walks to the train. I don't care what this administration says. 
Global Excuse warming me, is miss. real. Hey, Ma. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you, Miss. God bless you, Miss Lady. Oh my God, it's that time of year. <laughs> excuse me. Um, excuse me. You can't say good morning. I can't know your name. That's a nice dress. So yes, it's about to be sundress, sundress season. That's <laughs> what we're trying to say. It's going to be sundress season. So get your pepper spray. <laughs> and watch your finances. Yeah. Um, Learn from Alanis, Morissette, Rihanna, all the NBA, NFL players. And most importantly, follow us on all social media. <laughs> yes. At Pop Law Podcast. Per usual. And yeah, just have a great week. Um, trust in the Lord with all thine And heart. stay tuned <laughs> for our guest speakers. So we have some in mind. And uh, others uh, will be reaching out to soon. So stay tuned. Later. Bye.